0: Yo, it's definitely Cloud Chaser TV, man. We back up in this thing again, you dig? Hey, man, we got a special guest online, man. Let's get to it, man. Hey, uh, special guest, can you um, introduce yourself and let them know where they can follow you at, fam?
1: Yeah, my name is Vita Rula, you feel me? Uh, you can follow me every everywhere at Vita Rula, V-E-T-H-A-R-U-L-A. Twitter, Google, YouTube, Facebook, all that shit. Holla at me.
0: At the wrong kind east podcast, man. Salute Brazy K. Let's get it. Hey fam, yes, So like uh you know say Gun rule right? Yes, sir. Hey man, take me that up for a second, man. Let, let's go right. there. Like, I'm thinking, like, you know what I'm saying? When you first jumping off the porch, you like 12, 14, something like that. You was an athlete. What you was doing?
1: Nah, man. I actually um I grew up around I grew up around gangsters, man. And I, I when I jumped out the porch. That's what I wanted to be, you know, as uh, uh-huh. as uh, man, you feel me in in, in this uh, in in this uh genre, as cliche as that might sound, that's I really I that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to I wanted to be my own man, I wanted to make my own cheese, and uh um I wanted to do it by any means necessary. So that's who I had to look up to. And um I love music, so yeah. you know, before 12, 13, I'm talking like man, six, seven, eight. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I knew what I, I knew what I wanted to do. Yeah, I knew what I wanted to do. I the whole nine, man. Did I'm you think
0: of it like man, as a, uh, a business?
1: No, I didn't understand the business side till man. I was older. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking man, maybe ten years ago. You know, maybe right. you feel me? Like I'm just kind of starting to understand the business side. I just knew what I I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be no normal nigga. I know I didn't want to work no nine to five or nothing. I yeah. I, I knew I, I knew I wanted to be something. And the only niggas that I had to look up to real shit was the niggas who was out there. Now even at that time I ain't hundred percent understand what they was doing to get it. Right. But but I knew that I knew that they wasn't behind no desk somewhere. <laughs> you feel me? So I, I I knew that I wanted to be something like you know what I mean to where I was my own boss. So I guess that's what I should say. You know what I mean? I knew I wanted to be my own boss at... <laughs> I'm telling you, like, eight years old, I knew I wanted to be my own boss.
0: No, I got you. I got you. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Coming up, like, with them circumstances, though, like, being from where you're from, though, Grand Rapids, you know what I'm saying? They call it Gun rule. They don't call it that for no reason, like... Uh, yeah. So, at the end of the day, like, you know, when you're growing up, like, it's them type of circumstances around you, like, all the time, yeah. like, even when you're trying to pursue this music...
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, period, bro. You know what I'm saying? I lost my uncle. I lost uh plenty of my plenty of cousins, plenty of homeboys. I mean, at a young age. So um, I'm seeing that. I'm hearing it. I'm, uh, we getting shot at. I, man, I, I was just telling somebody the story of my Aunt Dolores house. Uh, you know, like I said, about eight years old, you know what I'm saying? July 4th. Uh-huh. It's, it's going off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I dealt with that my whole childhood. But, um, uh, you know, my mom's, when I was a teenager, she, uh, she went to school to be a nurse. And then she brought us, um, she brought me and my older brother. She took us over to, uh, AZ Phoenix to get away from that. Cause my cousin, my not my, cousin, my cousin did just get killed by the police. But my, um, my uncle Jabbar, he got killed by one, some of his best homies and you know, set him up. So mm-hmm. right after that happened, I was about 14, 15. That's when we moved to AZ. And then I'll just come back every every year. I still go back every year, you feel me? But um, yeah, that's what we are seeing on a on a regular basis, man. So um
0: so like you know, you that's, now you you transitioning into A Z It's West Coast living, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's definitely a little bit different, different, yeah. Different. So like how that transition worked for you, you know what I'm saying? You saying you 15, 16 years old.
1: You know, um, it was a gift and a curse, bro. Um the the curse part of it was, you know, I'm this, I don't know nothing. Like you said, it's the West Coast. I don't know nothing about it. Uh, I go over there, and one thing I did kind of notice, it, it, it's not the same of where I'm from, but what I did learn from moving states and moving to the other side of the country, what I did learn was, you know, it's hoods everywhere. Right. <laughs> And so, and so that was one of the main things that, uh, I learned. I actually got, I actually ended up getting into more trouble out in AZ. I actually ended up getting into more shit out in AZ, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, bro. What, what was your question again? Like, what was the main, what was your main question?
0: Like, um, like just transitioning, going into, um, AZ and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's totally different. Like, it's a culture shock for you?
1: It's a culture shock for me. So. Um, when we moved out there, we moved to the South side. Then I started getting in trouble at school and shit. So my mom's had me, um, so I'm like, I'm like 15, 16 at this point. And my mom's, um, so I, I get kicked out of school. So she had me go up 30 minutes, 30 minutes, uh, North shit. I was like, like 40 minutes North. So I used to take mm-hmm. a, a bus 40 minutes North just to go to school. So my junior senior year, I was taking a bus 40 minutes North just to go to school. And it was, you know, it was all creeds. It was white black, Mexican, and that's that was my culture shock. That's when I was like, oh shit, it's, it's it's a lot more to this world. Now, with that being said, and me being a new kid and all that shit, what happened was I ended up meeting motherfuckers from, from diff, different ethnicities and they got different plugs. So really me moving out to AZ helped me with my music because I ended up linking with Mexican cats, Chinese, Chinese Asian cats white cat and you know they got um my the the first like real studio Now nah, i wanna say real studio but he had a little setup in his in his mom's crib it was the nicest shit I seen um was an Asian like a Thailand cat doobie and he, he was like you know we was outside in the neighborhood and he was like look we I got this um I got this uh the setup in my mom's crib so this Asian cat was one of the first people to to put me on how So, you know, it was a culture shock, but I really think it was a gift in a way because I wouldn't have had some of those opportunities that I had coming up trying to do this rap shit if it right. wasn't for that. Because I look back at a lot of home homeboys who still there, who still back home. Man, and I go and I go back home and I and I go into these home studios, man. Niggas niggas is still back in um, you know what I'm saying, 05 right now. You know what I'm saying? With the technology, with everything they got. So I would have been stifled if I would have stayed home, if I didn't end up dead in jail. You feel me? So it was a gift and a curse, man. It was a, it, it was a different transition, but I think, it, it, you know what I'm saying, everything happened for a reason, and, it, you know, that happened. That definitely happened for a reason. It was a good thing. me.
0: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Then you, like, you get some of your first opportunities, you know what I'm saying, and um, I know you talked about on a, another previous interview, like, the DJ Drummer joint. Like, so when you plug in with him, like, how did that, how that happen for you?
1: Again, I'm in AZ. uh I'm in AZ. I brush into this dude, white cat named Adam Wade. Y'all can check him out. Um, He started being my manager. He just, he uh, found me on online on MySpace or some shit. And he, uh MySpace, Facebook, one of them shits. And he was like, look, I want to manage you. I can help you. So he gets me signed to this, like, this dude named Dale Williams. He uh he used to be on Sony. He used to be on Sony, and um, Dale Williams decided to start his own record label. So Dale Williams starts his own record label. He knows this guy Adam, who I met in AZ. Adam gets me the deal or whatever, and uh, from there, you know what I'm saying. That shit just uh start going a little more. You know they got a little cheese, so they putting cheese behind me and stuff. And they asked what I want. I said, look, I, you know, at the time drama was the one moving, you know what I'm saying? As far as the mixtapes and shit. So I'm like, look, I to get in, I need this this tape with drama. And uh, so that's what they got. Just 15k for drama. I did a visionary mixtape, and you know, that was the rest of this. Movie.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt. So what you think it was like um because like you know, the um, Grand Rapids, you got Willie the Kid, you know what I'm saying? You got the whole affiliate's company. The camp coming from out yeah. of there, right? So was it yeah, any type my dogs? Of, you think it was any type of um you know, them being around no and hearing you because you, you know what I'm saying, you coming in for the town.
1: Wait, what's your what's the question? Like, did they hear me when I was doing my thing?
0: Yeah, like you think they heard you from like the affiliates, like you know, the Willie the Kid, because he was dealing with Willie the Kid during that time, right? I, I,
1: as far as um, so when the when a deal happened, I was just ask when when the when the thing with, with drama happened, I was just asking for, for drama to host my mixtape. Once she mm-hmm. started hosting my mixtape, once he started doing the whole thing, we met in A Z. He slid up to A Z. He he had the whole um, you know, appearance at a at a club and shit. We met, chopped it up. Um, and then we started talking about Willie and you know, yeah. a lot of dark men and affiliates and all them. And you know, he started asking where I'm from, telling him where I'm from, he couldn't believe it. So he was a big fan of, of Grand Rapids, and in that way, once that tape came out, me and Willie started getting close. We started talking, and mm-hmm. see, my pops, my pops grew up with Willie's pops, and so my pops knew Willie when he was a young nigga. So all everything started coming together, and we started getting now me and Willie like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but I, I don't think that um I don't think that Willie and them heard of me before the tape, and then was like, "Yo, drama, get on this thing I don't think that that, that that thing happened, but but I got drama on the tape, and then Willie was like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, then, woo, woo, woo. and it all came together from there." You feel me?
0: Yeah. Oh, no yeah. doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So now, like, you Whoa. moving forward? So, like, what type of um? So, like, what's your next opportunity, man? Like, take us there, like um, like for as far as your big the big joint.
1: Right, so right now, as far as, like, where we're at right now? Yeah. So right now, uh, I'm signed. So I'm sure y'all heard of Ethica. They make clothes, boxes, and all that shit super big. So the CEO, he he, in big business with Meek Mill. So the CEO of uh, Ethica, working with Meek Mill, they decided to start Ethica Label. Uh-huh. So, you know, he, he hit me about seven months ago. You know what I'm saying? About 2 o'clock in the morning, he was like... Um, you know, I've been I've been actually bumping your shit for the past few years. Every time I'm in the gym, your shit come on. Woo, 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 woo. He's like, I want to sign you. I want to bring you out. Yeah. So that next that next morning, he brought me out to Cali, and I ain't left since. So um, now I'm signed with at the music. Uh, we about to do a big deal with Sony. It's about to be one of the big. Actually, I ain't supposed to say that. I just stop myself. All right, so we're supposed to do a big deal. It's mm. so supposed to be one of the biggest deals um, since. Uh, music deals since Beast by Dre. So you're talking like a two three hundred million dollar deal. Uh. With I shouldn't say that right now, but with African music. I might be in trouble that shit, but but with African music, Sony and Ethical Music. So I'm, I'm looking at a at a Sony deal. You know, with all this COVID shit going on, it, it really stifled and stopped.
0: Yeah, slowing Niggas stuff down. Like now. Music
1: and doing anything. Yeah, yeah man, because you know I just signed a let I just signed so they want to do a whole rollout for a nigga, but it's hard. Niggas can't do shows. Niggas can't, you know, only thing a nigga could do is drop for some streaming. And if you're trying to start, you know, you're trying to start a fresh look for artists, you're trying to start a a, a fresh campaign for artists, uh-huh. you need more than just, <laughs> you feel me, iTunes. We need a whole look and you can't do nothing. We can't do Breakfast Club. We can't do none of these shits because everything closed down. So right now we're just making music and... You know, tighten up these deals and, and getting ready for all this to clear up, so we can come back hard.
0: How did you end up relationship with um Kid Ink? Like far, Ink. Know, so doing, uh, doing the music.
1: Yeah, so when I again that 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 gift and the curse thing, the gift part. When I'm in AZ, I meet this uh radio DJ named Bootleg Cav. So I meet him. I meet him. I, I meet him backstage and I'm like, I'm really acting like the white motherfucker, but I'm acting like the nigga like whatever. I ain't playing no mind to him. I meet the nigga backstage, and I pay him no mind. I'm like, what's up, we'll, we'll Keep it pushing. My manager, Adam, who I told you about, he's like, man, that hey, he connected to A, like, trust me. I at that nigga. So I start doing my research, bro. I start going on YouTube, uh, YouTube and typing his name in <laughs> woo. Nigga know everybody close with everybody, you know what I'm saying? at the time, like people like 2 Chainz, uh, uh, Big Sean, people like that is calling them brothers and shit. I'm online. I'm watching YouTube. And you got to imagine like a nigga on the come trying to get there. Like I'm watching like Big Sean and 2 Chainz and niggas like that. Big niggas at the time too be like, you know, this is my brother. You know what I'm saying? So once I see how close he is to so many motherfuckers up in the game, I, I DM him. I think it was on Twitter. I'm like, look, man, I need you to, you know, host one of my tapes. So he like sent me some music. I sent the nigga like three records. He's like I got you. So he hosts my tape. So I, I dropped that first tape. It's called Ruler. He he hosts that, and um, once that came out, like a month later, he he go on Twitter and he say, man, this this tape is crazy. Like people really need to pay more attention to that. Mm-hmm. I heard that Piff he's close with the owner of that piff kp so the owner of that piff kp he see him on twitter and he like he like oh you know i guess he was he was interested in starting to find artists and shit so he looked me up i think he heard like one record and he was like it's, i think the record he heard was something called uh buried in diamonds yeah and he heard that and i guess he was like shit i'm gonna uh, um i'm gonna start working with him so he he uh you know inboxed me woo-woo-woo. he like man um I want to start helping whatever way I can. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I bet. So you know, throughout the weeks, I'm sending them records and shit. And um, and then he uh, he hear one record I caught. I got caught out in Paris, out in Perry. And um, he like, lo, I'm, I'm going to get Raekwon on this. I'm like, for sure, nigga. Like that'd be big. You gotta imagine too. Like I'm still, I'm still trapped and all that shit. So. When he tell me he gonna get, you know, somebody who I didn't listen to all my life on that shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like okay, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Nigga don't got no paperwork with me. He ain't asked for no cheese, nothing. So I'm like, okay, yeah, for sure. That next day, he was like, hey, I was in the studio with Kid Ink. I played him that record. He gonna get on it. Is that cool? Now, this the time Kid Ink just came out with the song with Chris Brown that showed Me Shit. So this nigga... He's on cloud nine at this time. So I'm like, nigga, the nigga, whisper on the shit. If he want to mm-hmm. get on the record, get the nigga on the record. <laughs> so you feel me? And um, so uh, he gets on the record, and they like, yo, come out to, he's on tour, though, overseas. So they come out to Paris. I ain't no passport at the time. So I ain't come. But um, after that, man, I'm, I'm talking like, man, maybe a week too late, like, is you know, I guess Kid Ink was like, I, and he tell me to this day, he's like, bro, I heard like one song, it might have even been one verse from you. He was like, I told DJ L. Will and KP to sign you. So after you know, at the time, big dog tell him, you know, hey man, y'all should sign this nigga, they go and sign me. So I, I get signed new alumni with DJ L Will and KP, the owner of that pit. And you know, just start moving. I go, I go on tour with, with this nigga in Europe, kidding in Europe. And you know, the rest is history, you feel know? me?
0: No, no, But doubt. that's how we met
1: from 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 KP, the owner of that pit. And I got to him from uh Boole Cab, who was a, a major DJ in Vegas and uh Vegas, California. He biggest station in 92.3 in California. Bullet cab Cav, he on that shit right now. So he was just a major DJ. Um he just looked out, you know what I'm saying?
0: So like when it comes to New York, like um, what's your relationship with Brazy K? You know
1: what I'm saying? Just you know, round the way shit. You feel me? That's my brother, though. Um, you know, gang shit, I'm, I'm his, um, I believe it's his, his uncle, Mac Drummond. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got it. I, I, I didn't ran into him when I was, like, 18, 19. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just in the streets and shit. And then I end up linking with uh, my dog, my brother, Evil, and Spook Rule. And, you know, um, just ran away. You feel me? You know what it is
0: one more one more man uh before we get a true up out of here man uh when it comes to az though juice
1: yeah that's my that's my brother
0: how long you been knowing him
1: man i'm talking be- before the deal for everything i knew juice i knew juice out there you know in the streets. so i know juice man Shit. i'm talking like around that that um that DJ drama they you know what I'm saying? So you, I mean, 2012, something like that. hmm I, I Yeah. So that's my brother, though. Yeah.
0: No, nah, no doubt, no doubt. And you're uh, affiliated with Elm Street Piru? Yeah, Elm Street Piru, yeah. Oh, salute, salute, man. We just did an interview with uh, OG yeah. Louie, man.
1: Shalhou. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that.
0: Yeah, no doubt, brother. Um, Just leave them with your, um, let them know where they can find you at one more time, though, just in case they don't know, man, because I already been listening to your shit, like, and, like, it's a whole vibe, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's, it's good shit. My nigga. All the way around. Love. love
1: you feel me? Love, love. Yeah, everything is V-E-E-T-H-A-R-U-L-A. V-E-E-T-H-A-R-U-L-A. B-E-E-T-H-A-R-U-L-A, y'all. That's Google, Instagram, everything. Everything you want to look up, YouTube, iTunes. B e e t h a r u l a, y'all. Check me out. Follow me. I'ma follow back. Hit me in them DMs. I'ma hit you back. Yeah, right?
0: yeah. No doubt, no doubt, man. And y'all looking for features or anything? They can just tap in on you on the uh, DM, and you got them, right?
1: Yep. Holler at me for them features, man. I'm gonna. I pull up to your studio, whatever, whatever it take, man. Holler at me.
0: No, no doubt, man. We we'll really appreciate you, uh, man. Blessing the platform. Hopefully, we can get you back up here. Get you some more questions, man. Um, it's definitely, cloud yeah,
1: man, whenever, whenever you need me, bro, holla at me, man. I appreciate the platform and all of that. So whenever y'all need me, holler at me.
0: Got no, me. No doubt, man. I appreciate it, man. At Rome County East podcast, man. Sub up, man. Salute. We out. Yes, sir.